Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. High energy. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Hit it with a high hat. <laughs> high hat. High hat. You know that thing. Lose yourself. You always live your life. Yeah, they went, Madaloo. No, I know the song, but I don't know <laughs> Madaloo. It's in the breakup. Oh. At the dinner table, anyway. Your love for Jennifer Aniston movies is beyond. <laughs> Welcome along to 30 Flirty and Perishing, brought to you by radio presenter and producer Clara Kavanagh and MMA fighter Sophie Lyons. We are giving you the deep dive into what the girlies are talking about at brunch tables, bathroom cubicles, smoking sections from London, Dublin and across the globe. We're going to kick off this week how we always do with what we're loving and hating, jadoring and detesting. And I'm going to go first. My jador is my new London boots, which were given to me last Christmas but I haven't been able to wear them because they were too goddamn sore they're basically fil- filled with blood when I wore them they were like you know and they skin the back of your heel off that feeling is like oh there's nothing there's nothing <laughs> worse because no one knows what's going on in your shoe no. and you're walking really weird I'd rather a visible wound that people could be like oh my god that looks so sore <laughs> then an open then one in buried in the deep dark depths of that boot of your boot right and I but yeah because I basically just keep compete in business with the amount of ones I've had to buy and like how because when I tried them on I got them online for my Christmas present from mum and dad and when I tried them on they were so comfy so they're really comfy so I was like this is amazing well, but that's the way but then I couldn't wear them and like I'm the type of person anyway during the summer to just wear Birkenstocks I would still be wearing Birkenstocks now if it wasn't so socially unacceptable I agree with I wear them right into the deep sorry into I the... don't agree with you wearing them in this weather <laughs> you agree with the comments that other people uh, oh like... my god <laughs> oh, I put have... them away my trotters will be in there till I last October I got them in yeah I think that makes you look like you're really eccentric when you do that yeah you see I just couldn't be arsed with like shoes socks and laces um <laughs> anyway I'm just I love Birkenstocks but no what has made me j'adore my boots is I was on Love of Huns you know the Instagram page love it and they had on their stories this girl being like getting ready for a night out with my girlies and like for their first night out on the town and had a hack to stretch your leather boots and I did the hack and now you can't get me out of them what was the hack? so you put on a very big sock or two big socks on your feet then you put the shoes on so all you do is get your trusty hair dryer and you blow dry the parts of your shoe where it's sore, i.e. the balls of your feet or your and your heel. Mine is the baby toe. Yeah, okay. Now, it only works on leather shoes, caveat. So you, for 30 seconds, and on each spot of air, danger zones, and then you wear the shoes until the leather cools down. And then they're stretched? And then they're stretched. My friend paid someone with, who has, a, like, a cobbler who Waste stretches money. them. I've done that, and it's never worked. Yeah, so I've basically gone... 
nearly a year not being able to wear these shoes and now they're like my favourite London boots and now I have finally have my London pair of boots that is a good adore yeah so now my trotters can be nice and warm killing it very TikTok of you <laughs> what are you doing? my adore is something that obviously we were talking about Bumble last week mm-hmm. and I went on a Bumble date that's not my adore yeah but I went on a Bumble date it was going well and it was like we were having a good time yeah and then the next day I uh, I woke up to a few messages from other men who I was obviously trying to court when your man was in the bathroom <laughs> and I woke up to these <laughs> it was lovely meeting you gorgeous message you <laughs> message you whenever you want to meet up I'll take you anywhere babe kiss and I was like I love that you take me anywhere this is another one what an offer I know all while your man is in the bathroom and I had his credit card (laughs) (laughs) he gave me his card before he went to the bathroom he was like get whatever you want and I was obviously like cheers and I'll try and find a husband elsewhere as well (laughs) you're buying others rounds on his I probably bought shots Um, and then this other one goes hey Sophie how's you it's the Marlboro (laughs) G-man let me know if you're up (laughs) Oh yeah, Marlboro Goldman. Maybe he gave someone a cigarette. <laughs> he goes, let me know if you're up for a drink this week, kiss. As cocky as the day is long in the morning. <laughs> and that's my door. Don't put your eggs in one basket, girls. Graft away. You can't, you cannot instill your confidence in one person. I'm Always. glad I didn't, because I haven't spoke to him since. Always be grafting. Yeah. And as Bumble dates go, was it so you 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 won't see him again? No, I won't see this guy again. But I actually think it was a very good first Bumble date. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And it's it's such a numbers game as well. Like the more you swipe, the more the numbers it is. theory. I think is like yeah, it's very philosophic, and I think it's really true. It's a numbers. It's game. just getting as many in, mm. and the more you get, the more likely it is you'll find someone that you like. Gamified. Yeah. Dating. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my jetor. Okay, my jetest is I finally I'm one of those people, a bit like McDonald's. I just don't have my go-to meal, mm. and with my drink, I never really have a go-to drink. Yours is gin and tonic. Mine without a doubt. Without a doubt, mine is rosé. But you obviously can't drink that all the time. And I used to drink barefoot on tap. Oh, oof, oof, and people wow. used to be like, "What? Why are you drinking like ripe alcoholic Ribena <laughs> on tap?" And I'd be like, "It's delicious." <laughs> and I realised it was disgusting. Yeah, you can't drink ones... rosé in large quantities. No, because look, sometimes wine does something to your brain where your thoughts say something different to what's coming out your mouth. So, but anyway, so I've always been like a Bummer's Light girl. The Bummer's Light doesn't exist here. It's like Magners. There's no light ciders that exist here. Until one beautiful day, I discovered, you know, Strongbow, the cider. There's a rosé version. Strongbow rosé. A rosé cider? Yes. And there's been copycats. Thatcher's have one. Copperberg have one. But the Strongbow one's the best. The reason it's my jetest is I keep getting photos from people with the big yellow sticker on the Strongbow rosé can and that it's going into the clearance. So either people aren't buying it or maybe it was seasonal. What's the big yellow? Sorry? Sorry, oh, clearance like, sticker. Clearance sticker on. The... Oh, like what they're doing to Cafe Patron. What? They're get they're discontinuing Cafe Patron. That's exactly how I feel about Strongwell Rosé. It's now I can't get it anywhere. And then when I was in, I got a road beer on Saturday night, and there was one 
Strongbow Rosé left on the shelf and I got it and I treasured every sip because I was like this is probably the last one in London I'm so sad have you googled it? no but I actually did google it previously because it had a product award. it was award winning for taste I know sorry is this you think what they're doing to Strongbow Rosé what they do to mulled wine every January where it just disappears maybe it's seasonal maybe it's like cream eggs at Easter or why isn't mulled wine a year long thing I ask I know well, it's coming into mold season. But then w- once Jan- once January hits, that's it. Mm. Famine. Maybe you wouldn't like it so much, though, if it was rained. Oh, I'd drink that. Like, <laughs> I'd brush my teeth with that. <laughs> in the dead it. heat of and summer. I even like red wine. <laughs> Literally. My friends make it with vodka. That's disgusting. <laughs> but one that I just want to make a plea that other people will buy it so that the But maybe the everyone's beer... buying it and that's why it's sold out. I've never heard of it. It sounds so niche. It's so delicious. It tastes like sparkles. So anyway, hopefully the more people buy it, the buyers will be like, hey, maybe we need to keep this. Your apartment is definitely wall to ceiling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To ceiling. Strong. Like an absolute hoarder. I, if, I, if I knew that it was going out of season or out of stock. Oh, that's an Amazon job for sure, I'd say. Can you buy beer on Amazon? I don't know. I never buy it okay. on Amazon. Anyway, I don't well, like supporting Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I, do, I don't like Amazon. I found it a terrible interface. Um, yeah, it's very Amish. <laughs> Sorry. Is that offence? I don't know. I think it was. I stand by I'm not laughing because it's... <laughs> I'm not laughing because it might be offensive. It is. <laughs> so Amish. Okay, what are you jetesting? My jetest is something I saw um, last week when I, I went shopping... Saturday, I don't know what day it was, browsing around like the clothes shops. Mm-hmm. And obviously, now that all the shops are like during the summer, the shops are up and running, like they're back to normal where you could everyone could go in and stuff like that. But they're really busy now, mm-hmm. whereas they weren't in the summer. So, I noticed it's coming into winter. Obviously, everyone's buying new bits, blah blah blah. Anyway, I was there and just you know, those women who bring their boyfriends or their husbands oh, with them, and the poor sod is following them around. And getting in all the women's way, like literally, I was trying to get to something, and there is just this man standing there, and I didn't want to be like, oh, "Could you please move?" Because I'm aware there's no chairs in shops; they do it on purpose, like they don't put seats in shops anymore because they don't want people hanging around. But I can't stand it. He doesn't want to be there. No, don't make him come somewhere that you that he doesn't want to be. Be like, "Do you want to go get coffee? I'll meet you in half an hour," or mm. I don't know, maybe just spend ten minutes away from him. And I, I just I feel so sorry for him and I feel sorry for me because I'm sort of <laughs> climbing over rails and stuff and that is my detestant happened to me during the week. It's so annoying but I don't understand why they can't just go get a coffee. Like why would is you Is it want... a certain type of man that does that? I think a very weak meat I think man. maybe one where the gal wears the pants potentially or I don't know maybe it's not there's no science to it but like God bless them. Because I think it's it's kind of gendered though because if the roles were reversed a girl going shopping with a man is like very acceptable and like that's usually because they're helping them there usually because there's help but like when the other way it's helping just... them get some new groovy jeans <laughs> <laughs> this week Clara had a nice realisation I did I've been in London one whole year and it's been a quite a weird year because I suppose I went home at Christmas last year, last year for two weeks and stayed two months. Um, and then I went home for a month in the summer. But still. That was like Armageddon. 
Yeah, I'd rather be in lockdown with my... Buckling down the hatches. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be in lockdown with me and my mum and my dad than in, like, an empty apartment in London with nobody to go hang out with. But even though it's been 12 months, three of those months were in Ireland. But still, I'm glad I moved to London during a pandemic last year and all the lockdowns because I was able to, like, get used to London when it wasn't completely open. Because I yeah. think if I moved over normally... I would be so overwhelmed and by all the people and the energy and things. So at least I could get like my bearings. Everything was kind of like half open. So, you know, you could get used to things. Because I've obviously been to London loads, but when you live here, it's very different. So I've been here a year. You've been here. Someone actually asked me this the other day. I've been here like four and a half years. Wow. I know. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But when I think about it, it feels like ages ago, but it's gone so fast. Mm. So fast I remember when people said to me Oh I've been here four years I'd be like oh, Christ that's long and Look now, at me now And now I'm one of those tenants <laughs> <laughs> But like this year has gone really fast I found one of the first things When I li- uh, moved here What I took so much to get used to Was like the volume of people It's like basically Grafton Street On every road like, Oh yeah 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 And, I, I was... and they're always Most of the time Coming against you <laughs> You're like a little salmon Like a tadpole <laughs> I literally on I remember um, yeah the amount of people was insane and just like on the tube and all that kind of stuff and I had a weird thing where I kept being like you'll never see that person again or it's like you'll never see I, luckily it's not in my head anymore whereas in, in Dublin like you'd recognise people or you kind of they'd be neighbours or whatever but here it's like a huge tidal wave of folk remember it, I ran into you and your sister on the tube on the way to the airport oh my god that was so funny so we were all getting the tube from King's Cross to Heathrow wasn't it but we were all like we'll meet for drinks in the airport because we were going home last Christmas <laughs> yeah. and I was like oh and it was rush hour on a Friday Christmas and I ended up changing at a different stop mm. not planned and I was like oh, I'll just meet you guys there and then I got on to the tube and I heard these girls' voices <laughs> and I turn around who is it? to Caffness <laughs> And I was like, that's beautiful. It was beauty. Poetry. But like you, whatever might get in the same tube, but you actually go in the same carriage. The carriage. There's like, how many carriages on the pickers? (laughs) (laughs) Hundreds. That's unbelievable. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, because the anonymousness or anonymity of London is insane. I feel like I love it. Yeah, there's such safety in it because you could literally walk down the road screaming like Hannah used to scat in Sainsbury's being like nobody will notice nobody will care actually you can't do that people will be like Jane I love it mm. and I love like you know if you're like walking home somewhere and you're not in a good physical state <laughs> like what, maybe you're wearing something or your hair or whatever your mascara's around your ankles you yeah. might have been crying or whatever it is yeah it doesn't actually matter no and I love that about London I think that's probably my favourite gift the city has given me yeah but I think there's a mutual understanding it's like I can cry scream shout sing laugh in public and nobody talks to me so maybe it's like an unwritten rule and I'm that sad. like a rap <laughs> thank you what are the other things that you found like coming here that were like big cli- not climate change a big change of pace the general size if you want to meet someone it'll always take 40 minutes you have to work backwards in time yeah that's why city mapper the app is great and because it does that arrive by time i know someone who doesn't use city mapper oh what? who and are like, they macgyver how can they figure this out <laughs> they are and every time i see them on do they just wing it they use like google maps or something I'm like, that is not 
the way to do it. Google Maps. You city mapper your tube or bus and you Google map your walking. But um, one thing though is like the public transport is so good. I live near the Victoria Line, the the, the Blue Bullet, the Quickie Vicky. The Quickie Vicky. <laughs> I was here like a year and a guy in my work was like, oh, we get the Quickie Vicky. And I was like... That is so beautiful. But if you have to wait longer than three minutes for a blue bullet, like I, I throw a tantrum. Oh, so I what wrote is this? I wrote to TFL once about, <laughs> about the district line. Oh, fair. And I was like, "This is enough's enough." <laughs> I wrote I to whoever like the this. minister of transport is. He replied. <laughs> what did he say? Like I was like, "This is." catastrophic I'm waiting I swear I did I was like I'm waiting 10 minutes in the morning if I miss a tube by 10 seconds I'm waiting 10 minutes and then the platform explodes with people oh. and then you can't get on the next one I was like this must end I swear <laughs> to God Justice. I was so annoyed and then he wrote back being like hey Sophie like thanks so much for uh, your feedback piss off <laughs> no, and never you. gave me Give you like a little no, because Northern and, and Vicky are soldier sisters, they are, They're they great. bring you like speed of light, yeah. Yeah, we were, um, I had friends over in um, in September and we kept having to get on and off the Victoria line. And I was like, it's guys, it's like the blue bullet, like, and we had calling the blue bullet. And then when we got off, we we're like, why is everything moving so slow? It's like maybe we're on blue bullet time. <laughs> It's like time is by two on the day. <laughs> it is. And you're like, oh my God, I have to like slow down for this. Yeah. Speaking of by two, do you know what I started doing? You know audio notes? Yeah, you can speak to them. The 1.5 is good. The two kind of confuses me. I do 1.5. Yeah. Gets me there in half the time. I'm, gaining, I'm gaining time. <laughs> I'm on blue ball time. I'm on blue ball time, bitch. <laughs> BB2. <laughs> about when they moved to London is like what they wear and their style mm. and maybe they notice it when they come here and they're like it's quite funky around here <laughs> or like depending on where you live you might pick up a different nature of dressing mm-hmm. What what's your I, your fashion definitely does change or you get a bit more like courageous shall we say because you can wear whatever you want yeah, 100% whereas maybe at home people might be like that's a cool hat <laughs> I think the one thing for me at home is hats. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think the one thing that when I go home, there's something about wearing a funky hat that I think people are like, that's a funky hat she's wearing. <laughs> Who does she think she is? Almost, yeah. Mm. But probably not. But that's the one thing I'm, I think hats are big thing. Whereas here you like, could wear two hats and people are like, no, you know. <laughs> Where'd you get that? <laughs> funky hat. Yeah, because my roommate said this to me. We were out for dinner the other night. And midweek, I'm sure you hated that. The idea of that. Well, but there's um, no need to bring that up. <laughs> but she, we were just talking about like living in London or whatever. And she was like, do you know what? London doesn't judge. And I was like, oh my God, I need to write that down. That's, I'd get a tattoo of that. Wouldn't you? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's applicable to so many things. Fashion. Mm-hmm. General life being sorted out. Like, oh, you don't have to be a homeowner. You don't have to be a parent. The timelines here are completely scattered. It's so good. Yeah. It's the great leveller. And another thing she said to me when I first moved in relating to that is, oh yeah, London takes five years off your life. And I was like, what? Wait, wait, wait. is the pollution, the smog, do we die early? She was like, no, 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 no. You just don't have to have anything sorted out. I agree. So, and I was like, oh my God, so that means I'm in my twenties. She was like, if you want to be. 
That makes him 24. I love that. Isn't it good? London doesn't judge. And London takes five years off your life. So you're basically time travelling. You're gaining time. You're gaining time. And because all the people who've sorted their life out, they're left. They're gone. They're not coming back. A lot of people who sort their lives as well out move out of London. Like they move to the commuter towns. Exactly. So you never see them. They're gone. So the ones that are left, it's a very distilled bunch of people who are still paying off. Up for the set. Oh. Like paying off credit card debt. And we're all that's together. That's so true. Yeah, so it's that's good so buzz. true. I like that. Mm. Sing it, sister. Sorry, do you think the neighborhoods that you move into dictate how you develop in London? Like the way you go about your day and the way you dress and 100%. potentially your your just your social attitude. A hundred and twenty thousand. Don't you? Because I think with north, south, east, and west of London, it's basically like four cities just right beside each other. Metropolis. Yeah, exactly. And you're west, I'm north. Stop giving away my location. <laughs> I've actually been in three locations now since I moved here. South? I've been west, south, and different part of it. It's kind of northwest, isn't it? But yeah, I've been in three different areas and you pick up different bits. Different bits and bobs. It is a lot like, yeah, because I think like, look, north, people in the north of London are obviously effortlessly cool, chic, stylish, funny. Is that what you think? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Just like myself, you know. Then you have like the hipsters of the East who are all in like Dalston, Stepney Green, Victoria Park. Then down south you have kind of, I don't know, the Clapham like rugby clothes Folk. people. <laughs> and then the West, you could have your Claire Balding wannabes, but then you also have... Who's Claire Balding? <laughs> Center with the hair, she always does Wimbledon, she the Olympics. She's extremely blonde, sort of cropped, yeah, lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she live in the West or something? Yeah, Chizzy Lizzy in Chiswick. <laughs> well, Sir Tom Hardy lives in Richmond, like, does he? Yeah, and he has a chrome chimney that his neighbors complained about because it doesn't match the facade. But I mean, I don't think he matches Richmond. So I want to know what you think about the boroughs. Well, you obviously just told me, actually. They don't like 100%. This is sweeping generalisation. I still can't figure out North. Uh, what I like about North is like, everything is really close together. Like, I'm in Islington, but you can get to Dawson in 20 minutes. Hackney's not too far away. So you can experience East without having to go very far. You've got lovely Angel, Islington... It's just all very... Then you get down to Central in like 20 minutes on the yeah. Blue Bullet. You're very well connected. But then you can also keep going up and go to like Hampstead and stuff. Oh, Hampstead. Which is that heath. Oh, stunning. Harry Styles lives there. Sam Smith lives there. I think Adele has a place there. I've heard, apparently at the summertime on Hampstead Heath, things can get a bit risky. Maybe George Michael set the tone. I don't know. But I've heard of at least three dates with girls getting their boobs out. And one... In the heath? on the heath what do you mean in the middle of the grass having a run around and then I've heard of one public sex um, encounter they're like walking home from a date and they had sex just rolling in the up. dark mm-hmm. summer that dark is what yeah I think there's just an air about it I'm intrigued but also a little bit scared if someone <laughs> sex on the heath yeah and like apparently just something happens when you're like 
been having a few drinks, having a few things, and then tits come out. So I've heard of two people having sex, and then definitely three girls have told me that they've gotten their boobs out. And but it's I know such a heat, like there's not even proper benches there. No, but you'd be on your picnic blanket. In the dark? <laughs> oh my God, even the insects alone, like... In... <sighs> <laughs> Even, I, one of my friends told me she um during the summer I don't know it was last summer around, but she told me actually very recently she was like um oh I actually went skinny dipping in the heath in the dark and then loads of people joined her oh so I think one one of the people she was with like they were with the group one of them came in the lake no 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 not the pond the lake oh which it's making my legs tighten again <laughs> legs and, and hands freak me out more though. people more people join them yeah very unsolid what's at the floor. bottom what's on the bottom is it slimy is there an eel in there I would like to be one of those girlies though who goes swimming in the heat every morning the ladies pond yeah like ducks are swimming around you and they're definitely shitting I think you need a bit of bacteria there to toughen you up to be honest oh I could think of it's not that it. I just how many people are having sex on the heath I just think there's a, like a magic air around the fence. Is it because it's sort of high up <laughs> the altitude? Is it because? <laughs> is it because it's a bit kind of like not whimsical? There is something sort of magical about Hampstead, isn't there? There is. It's like its own little like bubble. It's like a snow globe. It is. Anyway, we'll have to go in the summertime and test it out with See each you. other. <laughs> See if we want to get our tits separately, out. and then we'll tell each other after. <laughs> just standing in these, being like, "Ooh, this feels nice." Breeze on my boobies. <gasps> Christ, I don't know if I'd be into that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I didn't think I'd love living in London as much as I do. Interesting. I don't know what I thought when I moved over here. Yeah, I think I had like visited so many times that I was like, man, it's so big. Oh, you're traipsing around the whole time. But also, you, you end up just going to like Piccadilly Circus when you visit her. I know. Unless yeah, yeah, you yeah. have someone that you're visiting. But even when you're visiting people at, when you're younger, you don't end up going to the neighbourhoods. You end up going to like mm. Soho, Oxford Circus. Yeah. That kind of thing. So that kind of thing. it's not the same. But I want to bounce a theory off you about the four corners of London that they're very much like the Harry Potter houses. Okay. <laughs> so, West... Gryffindor okay <laughs> approved because the wet oh, just to caveat I have such an opinion on Harry Potter which I'll tell you after <laughs> so West is chivalrous i.e. the royals live there don't they like Kensington yeah yeah they're known for being brave mm, we've got I'd actually argue people you... from the West were more sort of wimpish <laughs> all on they're daddy's more, time more sort of yeah, I wouldn't call them tough. But maybe they're rich because they're tough. Maybe they're rich because <laughs> they're tough. They're but tough I get the, the Gryffindor vibe because they're kind of polished. And it's regal, yeah. Then we've got down south, Hufflepuff. Completely agree with that. <laughs> I think, because I'm not a Harry Potter fan, but I think I've always been branded as a Hufflepuff. 
And you lived in South. Yeah. And aren't there, their colours are like yellow and black, I think. Who? Hufflepuff. As if they're real people. Well, no, that's sort of like house colours. They're fictional. <laughs> no, but like... The sorry, sorry, colours. sorry, sorry. They play Quidditch on Clapham Common every Saturday. There you go. Slews of people come in with broomsticks <laughs> and play Quidditch for two hours. And I know someone who did it. And I remember they told me that and I couldn't stop asking the questions oh what is it I, I've heard of that though and it's like a mix between tag rugby and ultimate frisbee or something um, <laughs> it's like a mix of I would say it. it's a mix between like tag rugby and like being on acid or something <laughs> but they all get together I think it's a Saturday and they all play Quidditch on the common that's so Hufflepee <laughs> but I feel like a bit of a Hufflepee because I'm not a Harry Potter fan then North is obviously Ravenclaw well read Hundy P intelligent curious knowledgeable creative and full of wit so that's obviously me (laughs) that is very northern though isn't it say it again intelligent knowledgeable curious creative (laughs) and full of wit that's actually quite accurate (laughs) all me tick 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 but do you think but like the the (laughs) tick 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 boom dynamite Boom! There was a girl in our school who sang that. What was her name? Jess. The Don't say her name out loud. Oh, so, she was. I American. know her full name as well. And she's cheerleading and she's like, "Our team is tick 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 tick." Boom! Dynamite. <laughs> and it was in the height of Bring It On. You're like, this girl's from the movie. Oh my god! Everyone was like, "That girl's American." And she's like, a it's like a real, real cool thing. American. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But but like up north, you've got great restaurants. You've got the loads of nice theatres. You know, it all fits in to the Ravenclaw. Oh, to the sort of creativity, intelligence and artsy mm. bits. Artsy bits. Is yeah, that's enough. fair. Checks out. And obviously, I think this one came to me first, that East is Slytherin. I think that's the funniest <laughs> one. <laughs> because I quite agree with you. They are. And I don't know why. And I... <laughs> I couldn't agree I, and I don't know why I think that what are ra- what are Slytherins sorry uh, ambitious leadership self-preservation resourcefulness and cunning yeah I get tick, that tick 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 boom boom Slytherin <laughs> but also they're like quite a cool elite gang that any you know sorry? you feel a bit excluded <laughs> from I don't feel excluded from East London is like I think East London is its own city and it's a state of mind and I feel like if you're not it's cool though it is cool but I agree with you they are a Slytherin I'd like to visit I don't know how I feel about it I haven't explored that borough yet like living there Mm. maybe I'll go there next no but if you come live north then you can just dip in and out for the nights out and then retreat Slytherin I said I wasn't a Harry Potter fan mm-hmm. and anyone I say this to who is a Harry Potter fan is always like no like that's not true like you're wrong and they never have a reason they can never back it up that mm. it's wrong okay Harry Potter yeah is the self-indulgent <laughs> self-righteous entitled wormy character ever to exist in the magical kingdom <laughs> he he's not great he takes I don't I haven't read them mm. he takes all the glory and they all just indulge him all <laughs> the time and like when I was in school it was always about I thought my school took this a bit too far but it was always about kind of being fair so like anyone who 
tried out for basketball got on the team or whatever mm. it was which is nice in a way but then equally they didn't do it in other ways you know if if three people do great you give them the same price mm-hmm. like that's just how it works and but he Hermione and Ron were the reason he was still alive <laughs> and they'd get 10 points and he'd get 45 no he was a different treatment and then everyone's like oh Harry and I'm like Harry's a weasel mm. do you know what I mean he is. and he just kind of got propped up by his two best mates who were just sublime and then gets all the glory for it he was just kind of right place right time oh I know he's not great but because you were comparing it to Harry Potter houses Mm -hmm. because I'm not invested in Harry Potter I characterise them by footwear and I think I've gotten it pretty dang pot oh my god I I, I, okay I already have like wests in my head I want to see if I'm right so I think most of them have two I've given sort of two or three each yeah for a different look. yeah different strikes for different folks mm-hmm. so West I gave either a riding boot <laughs> or a thick Balenciaga runner and like you wear the riding boot even if you've never been near a horse <laughs> yeah. and then the thick thick Balenciaga runners I think is West just sort of characterising polished mm-hmm. um, stylish money for designers stylish um, yeah a premium but maybe there's no sort of is there any feeling behind it they're probably just buying it for the label but that's what I mean so as in like do they love horses or are they just wearing a riding boot so other people will think that they love horses or the thick Balenciaga which are lovely runners or as English people call them trainers and it's just like it was this explosion of the Balenciaga runner mm-hmm. and it was this kind of coveted item so I think that's West like a fatty gotcha brilliant I think that's West then the other three were actually really difficult to categorise but I think I've gotten it right <laughs> okay Norris which I'm still trying to figure out and I've been here four and a half years I think is a, a limited edition Converse <laughs> teeny bit muddied up from Glastonbury <laughs> But still, look, you know, still wear. They tell a story. They and you'd be like, oh, but Maddie Orton to Glasgow. Glasgow. Oh, Glasgow, last year. The other sh- the shoe that threw it, came into my mind for North was, you know, those Vejas, the vegan it's shoes. Actually, pronounced Vejas. Pa- I oh. used to say ve- Vejas. <laughs> like you. And someone said, I don't know, and I was like, what is the bloody pronunciation? I googled it, and they said it's like deja vu. So veja vu. Veja vu. <laughs> I think they're voulez vu. <laughs> Um, you think that's North? Yeah, actually, they're vegan. Yeah, they're vegan, etc. South. This kind of plays into when you were saying sort of the sportsy rugby vibes. Yeah. I said either a Nike runner that's it's in between something you might wear playing sports, but it's actually for casual wear. Oh, those weird in between ones. You know yeah, those yeah, ones yeah. that girls will wear to like the bar, but they're not a full casual Stan Smith. Oh, I know but exactly what I mean. And then it's like, is she wearing runners? And you're like, ooh. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you coming from? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> were you at the hockey practice, <laughs> or are you? Or just were you day searching? Ma- yeah, <laughs> I would have thought uh, as well. A Stan Smith would have gone well down south because loads of people have them, and it's a bit you know all the men in in Clapham wear those Patagonia t shirts. Like you know, it's very uniform. I have a pair of Stan Smiths. Shit, sorry. <laughs> imagine, oh, you lived in there, down there. Then imagine I wasn't confident. Um, and okay, then go on east, with east. East. <laughs> I said Doc Martens 100% Or an androgynous Lace up Thick black boot <laughs> just Sort of generic Doc Martens Potentially with a side Pocket in it 
<laughs> military vibes. Yes. And like, I said it was East. And definitely not the first owner of either of those shoes. You know, there's second hand. No, and they'd be like, I picked these up on the Wick. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Stunning next, next review. To some barley or something. <laughs> <laughs> next to the marsh. Isn't there a marshland in there? Hackney marshes, yeah. Yeah. See, that sounds great, though. But look, there's not one shoe for everyone. No, and I just want to make clear we're not hating on any of the boroughs. <laughs> no, just trying to paint a picture. I love them all. Do you think I've picked up on um, over the years that I was thinking about earlier that um, happens when you move to London is first of all you get you get really impatient once you've lived here for a while. Mm. so like you were saying about like public transport or if people aren't walking the same pace as you and you're like <laughs> move you don't like people don't really do that in yeah. Ireland but I think here your your fuse and your tolerance gets a bit lower for stuff like that 100% and you're like three minutes for a juke like that yeah. kind of stuff I think your tolerance goes down and you get really impatient yeah no you do get a bit impatient because look we're women on the go we don't have time we're on a schedule it's so true so I think you get a bit impatient and stuff like some people adapt to the way people speak here quite easily and the letter or is a huge <gasps> oh bone of contention I think between the, the Irish two, and the English the two countries do you have any idea what it's like to have an ink with an or in it? No. At least you have Sophie, which is lovely. The difference between Clara and Clara, I've totally changed how my name is spoken. I have to go up my tippy toes and I'm like, Clara, Clara. I it's impossible. so much abuse, like subtle abuse in my first job in London for the way I said or. So like I'd be on the phone and you'd be spelling something. So let's say you're saying Rachel. And you'd be like, Rachel. And you'd be like, or A-C-H. And they'd be like, what? And yeah. you'd be like, Rachel or A-C. And they're like, I couldn't understand it. And then people in the office would be like, it's very like, and I'm my, my manager at the time did that. And I was like looking around and being like, Excuse me. Where's H-O-R? <laughs> How do they say or? Ah. Ah. Or, <laughs> or like if I am the phone, I go R-A-C-H-E-L now. I have to do it. You have to bend your tongue. I have to bend my own tongue because these folk can't possibly understand what I'm saying. Because when I say Clara, people are like, Tara, hello. <laughs> like, no. And this, this all winds back to like, Say, look, I have your name like Clara, you know, it's it's not that common and so people can get it wrong all the time with the way I say it. I've been called Cara, Kira, Karen. But uh, this one time I was um, in work and I had to ring a competition winner and it was like quarter past eight in the morning and I hadn't really spoken much. I was definitely out the night before, so you know, a bit croaky. And I had to ring this competition winner to let him know he had won a prize and would he like to come on air and chat. And I was like, Hey, it's Clara here from Today FM. Congrats, you've won a prize. It's like, I'm not sorry, he was like, oh, Jesus, thanks for meeting Gary. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, my name's not Gary. My name's Clara. <laughs> he was like, I was like, I'm just kidding, Gary. And then, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, 
I obviously tell oh. I tell my sister something. So he still calls me gas. I love that. That's going oh, good. I, <laughs> so I'm called literally every name under the sun. Hardens you up though. <laughs> oh my god, I and I was like my name's Clara I'm a woman and he was like oh Jesus I'm awful sorry <laughs> so he caught me off guard he tried to like reverse head but I was like no, no so I've gotten, I think your voice is like <laughs> I love your voice and I love listening to it we had the trailer up and I had a few people writing to me saying that my friend Clara sounds a lot like Meg Williams oh I've gotten that before I'm sure you have I have yeah and I got that once again when I was working and I was on air with the presenter and then apparently there was like <laughs> <I can't>, Gary <laughs> oh, good old Gary Kavanagh <laughs> call me Gaz so embarrassing and then I was like and then he anyway he went on air actually and chatted to the presenter and then when he was saying goodbye he was like tell Gary I said <laughs> thanks really like he made a joke man. and I was like good one Oh. Sorry, what were you saying about where you used to work? Oh, yeah, in the same establishment, I was on air with the presenter, just like kind of chiming in what he was saying. And then for me, there was this like debate sparked on boards.ie. My glasses are falling off <laughs> And there's this debate on boards.ie, which is like the Craigslist of Ireland. Like, it's so, it's where all the trolls go to fight with each other about like dark ticket prices. And there was like some chat that started about how Vogue Williams was now getting a spot on today. <laughs> and they were like, I put that on my CV. Yeah, yeah. Name. And they were like, oh, classic Vogue, just worming her way in there, taking a position from a qualified presenter. She's just probably going to get breakfast next. And I was like, keep your confidence, but that's not Vogue. It's She's me. not Vogue. She's Gary. I'm Gaz. <laughs> I'm real. So, uh, but I'd like to be. Oh, anyway. I love that. So, yeah, no one can say my name. So, I've literally been called every name under the sun. <laughs> when people don't get my name right, I'm like, don't worry, I've been called like Cara, Karen, and Gary. So, <laughs> don't worry about it. But it is so hard though introducing yourself because you have to say, I have to say Clara, and I, that just doesn't seem, feel like my name. Hi, I'm Clara. Clara, nice to meet you. I say Clara, sorry, Clara. Clara, Clara. I have to say my Sorry. name's really I never have a trouble pro- problem travelling with it anywhere the Every well, so it's international Sophia yeah it's international and then Leon of course it's so easy no mine's a fucking nightmare the amount of A's fine Clara Kavanagh when I was in say on Zooms when I was studying last year and on Zooms and obviously your full name is in the, the bottom left hand corner you'd see the fear in the lecturer's eyes when they come to me and they're like what the hell is that second name because it's K-A-V-A-N-A-G-H but the G-H throws them so yeah. they'd be like and Clara Kavanagh <laughs> Clara Kardashian <laughs> thanks for joining us and I was like I actually think I should take out the G-H but I don't want to do that but it would or Aoife is an awful one Aoife Aoife I live with two Aoife's and the people delivering packages and stuff would be like Aoife and I'd be like yeah it's like there's no point Aoife yeah Aoife yeah she's here and like is Aoife here I'd be like yeah I'll get her Aoife there's so many vowels in that one and I saw from TikTok of this guy who just learned what Neve was and he was like I read that and I saw Neof <laughs> It's like, guess how that word is actually pronounced? Neve. Yeah. yeah, but like we try. We try. Like they spell Gloucester, Gloucester, and we don't say anything. Exactly. What's another one? They, all of them. All of them names. Oh, do you know what got me real bad? 
Southwark. Oh! When I first, our, we moved offices and they were like, oh, we're moving here. And I read and I was like, where's Southwark? <laughs> they're like, it's Southwark. And they're like, Sophie, please, it's Southwark. You baddie. Sophie, please, you impoverished. <laughs> Bog brain <No>. Murphy. <laughs> you dummy. Are you sure you're going to Michigan? I need to do a background check. We need to get your DBS. I don't believe you. Southern. Southern. But then obviously like the big thing about London mm. is like the opportunities and varieties of a night out. Yeah. So like what you want and what you can get here on a night out is like it's Sophie's choice like there's so many things that you're using Sophie's choice wrong Sophie's choice is like but it's Sophie's choice I'm pointing at myself <laughs> it's Sophie's choice like I could go and I could go, <laughs> I could go this with way. a sprinkle of that at home like in Dublin you know like okay I know the best night out for this whereas with here it's like a there's, jambalaya yeah there's so many different things it's actually too much choice you're like I don't oh, know which to go on spoiled for choice Mm. Spoiled for choice And also like The vibe Yeah There are so many Options of vibes And the club Embodies Said vibe The club The club I don't go to many clubs In London No we went to The Dolphin Not too long ago That's not a club though Is it? We were on a dance floor I would say That's sort of like A hopping bar Sophie There's like There's actually Two dance floors Remember you walk in I kind of I suppose I kind of associate A club being like A Vegas club Oh, like no, but you know what I mean, like a club where you know, like the dolphins sort of, sort of wood everywhere. We had a great a, night in the dolphin. There's a pool table, but it, look, there's a dance floor. And the DJ was extremely welcoming of my suggestions, uh, which were mine, and he wouldn't listen to me. Why wouldn't he listen to you? I was like, because my oh, what I always do to dance floor is request. Maybe Cisco. you didn't know how to pronounce your name. Oh, 100%. This one goes out to Clara Gary. I don't know what I did. I remember I sauntered up, and you were like, "Oh, the DJ won't listen to me," and I sauntered up. And you were like, can you play Clara's song, Cisco Thong song? And then me and Rachel left. And then as we were waiting for our Uber, you were texting me like, they're playing the Thong song. And I was like, I know, I can hear it, but I'm on the road. I'm on the other side of the door. <laughs> yeah, why did you listen like, to me? Let me hear Because I wouldn't love that song, I have to say. But I did like the... It's a party starter. I did like the dolphin, equally the swan. I've never been there. I'd love to go. And the church, they're my two like... Oh, sorry, where is that? I think it's inside somewhere. I've never heard of the church. It's like a big rollover place. Oh, I want to go. <laughs> I want to go. Do you want to go now? <laughs> we should go for some research. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> Gaz and Sophie out the town. <laughs> we love calling you Gaz. I think another like big one that's like completely different end of the spectrum would be like an archery street. Oh, that's so good. Yeah, because it's very sophisticated. So we went there actually when my sister Sophie was over. And I'd never been before. And like they tell you, they're like, okay, so dancing on the tables is allowed. Just will you just not do it when there's so much glass around? Because you can't be kicking glass into just innocent like, it bystanders. Is permitted. Yeah, it is permitted. So basically, it's a nightclub. Well, a bar. It's a bar. It's a bar. But then singers from the West End get up on the tables or up at some kind of a height and sing along to the music. So it's like a huge karaoke party. It's sensational we were there for six hours and nobody spoke we just sang was I there? yeah Oh. we got there at nine and left at three. Oh yeah 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 I, I don't do. believe you I do <laughs> yeah you know you yeah, do yeah. 
And it was so sweaty, but it was so good. That was, yeah, I love that. And another rite of passage down in that Clapham neck of the woods is the English coppers, Infernos, which has fish tanks in the wall. Red, sticky carpet. Which stinks of vomit. Yeah. And then some kind of airport security to get in. Oh my God. So I think I've been in there twice and I met you outside yeah, of Yeah. Like another bump in. Five years ago. It was. And we went out and um, it was like going into the States, this level of security. <laughs> and they like take your photo, like you do a full photo shoot. Yeah. Like passport travel. And full body search. Just let me into I your I felt like I was going through American immigration. <laughs> like, let me into your pit of hell. <laughs> I want a glass, a plastic glass filled with sugary vodka yeah <laughs> something disgusting also like the weather spoons you've lost me why it's so well lit it's so bright <laughs> it's so bright but we've had some great times in the weather spoons because you never There's... want to be in there but it's like last resort it's open it, yeah you can get a microwaved fry <laughs> I've never <laughs> got the food in there but a bottle of Prosecco is like nine pounds oh yeah and it's like if you're in there with the right group it's a real yeah because it, um, once again London doesn't judge <laughs> weather oh, spoons oh honey Defo doesn't judge. Defo doesn't judge. Um, also, have you been to Fight Club? Yes. Well, I only went there for food. Very good. And I went in there and I was like, this is like a carnival Moulin Rouge. Isn't it? With the So it has like loads of dartboards. But there's kind of this sort of funky circus vibe going mm, on. The interior. And there's are so cool. many men in there. So many men, but there's also so many bouncers. It must be like probably because people are throwing darts and they're drinking. It oh. was like a weird amount of bouncers. That's and like it, the crowd's nice. That's concerning. But like in fairness, it could if it kicked off, people have wet tiny weapons. <laughs> tiny baby weapons. War. I think they're like even though I've been here like four and a half years, I think when you're living with loads of Irish people over here, you all kind of start. You know, you're sort of adding, you're embellishing yourself as the time goes on, and you're like trying to figure out, you know, your who am I? Who who is Sophie? <laughs> what makes Sophie tick? What makes Gary tick? <laughs> and I think it's really nice in doing that because you can kind of, I don't know, do stuff you necessarily wouldn't be super comfortable with in your hometown or whatever, and build up this version of you. But then. Good old Dublin always comes back and when you step off that plane <laughs> someone will always, always make a comment on your funky hat. <laughs> always, always. Is that a feather in your cap? <laughs> Is that a bird on your head? Cool hat, bro. I wore a bird on my head. That was that was. Yeah, it was a bird. <laughs> All right, well, that about wraps it up for us this week. Thank you for tuning in to our London discussion. Gracias for tuning in to me and Gaz. <laughs> you need London, mate. Well, we'll see you next week, honey. We'll talk to you next week. Toodle-oo. Ta-ra. Bye now. Ooh, ah, yeah. oh. <laughs> That's very gentle. Delicate little Was it too delicate? <laughs> Was it? You can go to her. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm <just> <laughs>